There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, I don't know why I laugh at that every single time, <laughs> please use the timestamps in the description below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it massively helps out our channel. I can never express that enough. It really, really does. And with that being said, let's just crack straight on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from Daddy Mutton Chop. Am I the arsehole for taking 28 male and 28 male our big scary dogs to the groomer and complaining to the owners afterwards, resulting in the newest hire getting fired? Me, 28 male, fiance slash husband to be, 28 male. Dogs in question, nougat, seven-year-old brownish Newfoundlander, 75 kilos or 165 pounds. Ollie, five-year-old basset hound, 32 kilos, 71 pounds. Pongo, <laughs> seven-month-old St. Bernard longhead variant, 50 kilos, 110 pounds. We frequented this doggy barbershop every three months for 10 years because it, one, helped with the hair in the home, two, socialized the dogs, and three, my dogs tend to get pretty smelly around the three-month mark. Four, we're too lazy to do it ourselves, so we might as well get one of the locals some more business. Anyway, our dogs are very well behaved. Don't bark, don't jump on people. Soon to be hubby is a certified dog trainer and we can have them off leash when we have our two daily walks. Well, except for Pongo, seeing as he's still a puppy. Well, during lockdown and all other stuff that has happened, one of the groomers in the salon sadly died. They hired a new one recently. We had booked an appointment and when she saw the dogs, she told us to get the fuck out because one, the dogs don't need grooming in form of a shower because they're not show dogs. Two, they are too big. I get it, Nuga and Pongo can seem intimidating, but I swear on Thor's hammer that the most dangerous things they can do are nuclear farts and drool. Much drool. She outright told us that the dogs were a hazard while they were sleeping like the fat boys they are. Three, we take up time from people with dogs that actually need the grooming. Now, she wanted us to pay the full amount for wasting her time, which we did, and then we complained to the owner afterwards. The owner, who's previously groomed our Nufi and our old 120 kilogram, 265 pound English Mastiff, rest in peace Pongo One, while we told the owner that we didn't necessarily want her fired, would actually want her to just talk to the new employee because business is business, right? Turns out that she got fired since this wasn't the first time. Since then, the employee has contacted me on Facebook and told me that I'm an asshole for getting her fired, which in turn some of my friends agreed with and told us that we should have just taken our business elsewhere, which under normal circumstances I would have done, but we've been in this salon for 10 years without problems. So Reddit, am I the asshole? Nah, because this employee was making the company itself look bad and you probably should have called that out to the owner but because clearly as the owner said this isn't the first time that she had done this so you was absolutely right to call it out i think and it's not your fault she got fired you said you didn't want her fired but again she clearly had done some of this sort of stuff in the past so she was fired because of that 
And we'll start off with Valonaria saying, not the arsehole, you went in and expected a service and got served with nothing but a hostile attitude where none was warranted. You didn't get the groomer fired, they took care of that themselves. And Webby Vanderquack says, not the arsehole and quotes, turns out that she got fired since this wasn't the first time. And then says, in that case, it wouldn't be your fault. She lost her job, even if what you did had been wrong. I don't think it was wrong. I think it was pretty reasonable. The business owner can't afford to lose longtime customers. And Dookie says, not the arsehole. So this employee refused to do her job for an employer, made up some crazy stupid reasons to rationalize not grooming your dogs and still expected you to pay her. And she was surprised she got fired. I'm surprised you gave her any money whatsoever. I can't imagine going to get a haircut and the stylist telling me, you don't need a haircut, you aren't a model, and then expecting me to pay her for basically backhanded insults. The audacity of some people. This girl just got an expensive lesson in workplace etiquette and business 101. I'd probably let the owner know she reached out to you online because you probably aren't the only one she's harassing. She's actively harming the business. Also, I'll take a close look at your friends who are siding with a girl who refused to do a job but still expected to get paid. That's not how the world works. And now I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys think of this situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And our next story comes from Greedy Entertainer 2. Am I the arsehole for refusing to let my wife give our son a participation trophy? To be brief, my wife and I have a 12-year-old son who's in sixth grade. He recently competed in a school-wide spelling bee. Now, I love my son very much and support him in everything he attempts, as does my wife. He's quite intelligent and recently decided he's going to take part in the school spelling bee that took place this last weekend. He did great. There were 28 children that decided to participate. And now here is where my issue is. Our son placed fifth and was extremely upset that the first, second and third place children all received trophies and he did not. This is where my wife said she was going to have a spelling bee trophy made via a third party without a finishing place engraved on it, i.e. congratulations in the ex-middle school spelling bee 2021. I told her I would absolutely not approve of this. I told her I would explain to our son if he wanted a trophy that he would need to earn it and that I would be more than happy to spend summer vacation doing mock spelling bees, helping him with his spelling or whatever is needed if he really wanted to improve so he can earn the trophy next year. I don't feel comfortable with a participation trophy as I think it sets a bad precedent where you will be awarded for being upset you didn't win. She is furious and isn't talking to me currently as I told her absolutely not on a participation trophy. Am I the arsehole? I want to work with my son over the summer to build his confidence so he knows he really earned the trophy and not just hand one over because he is upset he lost. Edit, I should have included this in my OP, I guess, but the crux of the issue is my wife is saying I'm stunting our son's social growth by making him feel inferior to his peers, which I responded and said that is totally asinine as he did great and placed fifth out of 28 and that he should feel proud of his accomplishments. And if he wants a top three trophy, we can work on it over summer for next year. Edit two, to comment saying we would have done something for our son, we did, we got him his favorite restaurant meal buffalo wild wings and told him he did wonderful oh wings man <laughs> and we're gonna start straight away with cat in an oak tree saying not the arsehole participation trophies do far more harm than good and actually says not the arsehole losing sucks missing out on trophies suck but as a parent your job isn't to make sure your son is 100 happy all the time it's to turn out a good adult and that means a hard worker someone who doesn't feel entitled to things and who knows how to be a good loser 
Being able to accept you didn't win, swallow disappointment, congratulate and be gracious to people who did win and dust yourself off and try again is a massive life skill and far more valuable to your son than the happiness a pretend trophy will get him. That's not to say you shouldn't be supportive and proud of what he did achieve. Just that he came fifth, didn't get a trophy, and that's okay. And Saponi46 says, not the arsehole, a participation trophy from the organizing body is one thing. A participation trophy from your parents sounds like a recipe for a spoiled child. This is a perfect learning opportunity. It's that feeling of having missed out on a trophy that could drive him to work hard, practice, and do better next time. Giving him a trophy now means he has no reason to try it and place higher in his next event. Stick to your guns on this one. And CM says, woo, participation trophy hate thread. In this case, no one's an asshole here. You and your wife both want to do what's best for your son. The idea that she wants to recognize his hard work is good, but getting him a trophy after the fact is not likely to help. In general, I don't think participation trophies ruin children's motivation or teach them to be mediocre. For younger children, they serve as a great motivation to continue to work hard at an activity and no one needs to even know who won a t-ball game, never mind award the kids differently. But after a certain age, which varies by individual, they just stop having any meaning, except for that one commenter who was so traumatized by a participation trophy that they quit sports because they got one. And Widow Khalifa says, this thread is ridiculous. Participation trophies are what's wrong with the world today. Eye roll. People who whine about participation awards are assholes. It's much more important to show up and put in the effort than it is to win. I think OP is being really silly. It's not like people joining the spelling bee to win a trophy. Participation trophies are good for young kids and meaningless to older kids. At no point are they harmful. No one's an asshole here. And now, what do you guys think of this situation? Do you think a participation trophy is a good idea or a bad one? Or do you think nothing about it at all? <laughs> Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And our next story comes from Aqua Seas. Am I the arsehole for letting my dog push over a toddler? <laughs> Got that title. First time poster on mobile, etc, etc. I, 20 female, have an eight month old puppy. He's generally very well behaved. We've been going to a trainer with him since he was four months, but he's still an excitable puppy. I have him around young kids pretty often, but I have them greet him properly first so they can play safely. I take him for two walks a day, which double his training sessions since he gets really hyped up outside and pulls and jumps, which we'd like to stop even though he's not particularly big, and that means we're frequently stopping and starting. Today, he started pulling near a local daycare. I stopped and he corrected himself, so I gave him a treat, and we went to head on when two girls, two female, four female, rushed over. I knew them, they're my neighbors, and I generally get along with them, so I paused to say hi, letting them know that my dog was okay to pat if they'd let me settle him down first, since he gets a little excited and I didn't want him jumping on them just in case they got hurt. The girls seemed to understand, but their dad came over and told them to hurry up and pet the dog so we can go home. I tried to explain to him that I needed them to wait a second since he loves kids, and if they wanted to pet him, I just need to grab his collar and have him sit since he was still in training but he wouldn't listen and told the girls again to just pet him. So they did and my dog who was getting increasingly more excited about all these people immediately did what I warned and jumped up. The older one didn't mind too much and let him lick her but the other fell over immediately and started screaming. She didn't seem hurt, just startled but the dad immediately went off at me for having a feral untrained mutt and told me I should never have a dog near kids before stormed off with his kids. I did try and warn them, but I love little kids and I feel awful about her being knocked over, especially since I probably could have grabbed him if I was paying more attention to my dog and less to the dad. 
Am I the arsehole for what happened? Not the arsehole. The only arsehole in the situation is the dad. You did warn them. You warned all of them a couple of times. And your dad, the dad still went ahead and said, oh, just pet the dog. I hate it. People with this attitude, this kind of entitled attitude that you can just go up to and pet people's pets. I have the same thing with Poppy at the moment. She's a very nervous dog, a very nervous dog, especially around other dogs. I try to socialize her when I go out a little bit, but sometimes people just let their dogs run up to her. I had someone the other day on the field. I say the other day, it was a couple of weeks ago, because I think I've told this story before, but I was walking Poppy and I make sure no one's on the field and I let her off the lead for a second and she follows me, she follows, heals me. And then I saw another dog come bolting right across from the other side of the field, really far away and then start trying to bite the back of Poppy and basically chased her off. And luckily I can keep up with Poppy when I, when I sprint full pace. And the woman was saying, oh, if she's a nervous dog, you should keep her on a lead, not the other way around, your dog's biting my dog. I sort of just walked off in the end because I was so angry. <laughs> I just walked off and I haven't seen that person again since. But you know, it's just so frustrating, entitled people's attitudes. And it's completely different from this story, I know, but I had to get it out there because that was annoying me again. <laughs> but 100% not the arsehole in this situation for me. But ADM Hawthorne says, not the arsehole, the dad is an arsehole and an entitled one at that. You are completely within your rights to tell him and his children no. Dogs are not communal property. You were doing the right thing and your puppy was also doing the right thing. Even the children were doing the right thing. The dad is a dick. <laughs> and Ansela Johnla says, not the arsehole. You were trying to do the right thing and settle your pup down before the girls came close. The girls were willing to wait patiently for him to calm down. The raging bore of a dad, however, is the only one to blame here. He's the only asshole in this situation. Keep up the good work in training your dog and here's to many happy years with him. Pay the pup tax, please. Aw, that's a cute little doggy. <laughs> and Laura Bland says everyone sucks here minus the kids. You're the owner. You're not obligated to let anyone pet your dog, especially when you've already determined their actions will overexcite your dog. You warned them. They didn't listen. So you should have just pulled your dog aside and said another time. And Dialio4NY says, next time walk away, you knew what could happen. Why did you stay there? No one cares about the idiot dad. He is definitely the asshole, but the kid your dog knocked over was too. She didn't deserve that. And Fantastic Focus says, not the asshole, you did everything right in this scenario. The dad is teaching his children that their wish for petting the dog outweighs the warnings of the dog owner. Imagine if he had done the same when someone told him the dog might bite when startled. And Atherin says, everyone sucks here. The dad was totally at fault for rushing, but you should have left as soon as you realized your dog was overstimulated and jumpy. You could have just told the kids, not now, and left. Revolutionary Yak says, everyone sucks here. It's your job to control the dog. That includes dealing with people, including kids around them. If the kids have actually been hurt, your dog could have been put down. If you don't have good control of the puppy, then the answer is no, kids cannot pet him. And it's your job to get the dog out of the situation. The father was an entitled idiot who should never have told his kids to just pet a stranger's dog. And now I turn this one to you guys. What do you think about this situation? Do you think it's a not the arsehole or an everyone sucks here like some other people have said? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And this next story comes from Am I the Arsehole Throwaway. Am I the arsehole for laughing at my brother's partner who couldn't fold an ironing board despite claiming to want to be a house spouse? I, 40 female, have a brother, Peter, 37 male, who's dating Lou, 25 NB, he slash they. This came as quite a shock to the family, since Peter's never dated anyone younger than him by two years. 12 is quite something. However, he seems very happy, so we're all accepting of Lou. 
The thing is, Lou has no college education and no career goals. He works minimum wage jobs and according to Peter, he'd rather be a house spouse than make career. He still lives with his mum as well. He's never lived on his own. Peter has a well-paying job and owns a house. We're also from a wealthy family, so he's pretty much set for life. Lou often comes over while he's working from home and cleans or does the laundry. Then they cook and eat together and Peter brings him home again. I was visiting to pick up some papers for our parents and Lou was there. While I was waiting for Peter to finish a work call, I saw Lou look at the ironing board as if it was an alien. He was handling the board as if it was a crocodile. He clearly had no clue what he was doing, but was just trying to fold it up again. It took him a hilarious long time to figure out he could just press the one thing so it would fold. And when he did, it was comical. So I laughed. I said something like, a real house spouse I see. You ought to go to college after all. Just a bit of a joke, but then he went beet red and said he'd never used one before. It kind of proved to me that he has an idealistic view of things and just wants Peter to pay for his life because he doesn't want to work. I just let him be. He left soon after. He seemed pretty calm, but keen on leaving. When he was gone, Peter was pretty sulky because Lou usually stays way longer and he'd hoped to have dinner together. I said it's probably because he can't handle a joke and then told him what happened. To my surprise, Peter got angry at me. He asked me why I made fun of Lou and said it was unnecessary for me to say anything and laugh at him like that. I could have pointed out how to fold the ironing board and kept my comment to myself. But it's not like I was actually mean to him. I just made a comment. If he can't handle that, he's gonna have a tough time in his life. I also told Peter that he has to think more critically about things because Lou probably doesn't realize what it takes to actually be a house spouse. And I have a feeling he'd just be living off Peter's money if they were to get married. Peter got really angry at me, gave me the papers I needed, and then more or less kicked me out. I mentioned it to my parents afterwards where I dropped the papers off and my mum agreed that what I did was harmless, but my dad told me I ought to show some respect and empathy. I was wondering what Reddit thought of this. Am I the arsehole? I think if you was to make that joke and then was to help them out afterwards, it, this would have been a different story, but you pretty much didn't. And you laughed at their education. You, you said that they didn't go to college and it felt like you was targeting their education a lot of the way through this. And that automatically makes you the arsehole to me. Not everyone wants to go to college. Not everyone wants to be college or university educated. And they just want to do their own thing in life. And if they want to, and they have the financial means to do that. And you know, if Peter's happy in their situation, who are you to say anything, right? Don't judge them like that. We all start somewhere learning these things. We're not born known how to use to fold an ironing board or use a washing machine or anything like that. I've only just recently used how to use the tumble dryer properly. <laughs> so yes, you are the arsehole. And like your dad said, you ought to be showing some respect and some empathy. And Andante79 says, you're the arsehole. Is it weird that an adult doesn't know how to fold an ironing board? Maybe a little. Is it appropriate to crack a joke about someone's education level? Nope. And Golden Nebula says, you're the arsehole. They may not be college educated, but at least they didn't have a crappy personality. You're a snob. I'm 27 and I can count on my hand how many times I've actually done anything involving an ironing board. Not many people have them nowadays. And California Jade says, you're the arsehole. You mocked your brother's SO and implied they were stupid. Well, yes, I know how an iron board works. Most people don't own clothes now that need ironing. You didn't just make a comment, you were mean. And Crypto Timo says, you're the arsehole, you didn't make a joke. What you did was make a snide comment about someone not going to college and questioning their life choices because they were awkwardly handling an ironing board. Instead of being rude, you could have taken it as a learning moment and showed Lou how to use it. 
I understand being concerned about their arrangement, however. It is not your place to be so overtly condescending. Clearly, Lou, even using the board, shows that they are attempting to learn new things. Yet you feel the need to put them down for that. And Angela Panda says, you're the arsehole, everyone has to learn somewhere, and you sounded very patronizing. Followed by one more from Distorted Penguin saying, you're the arsehole, there's no reason to make fun of Lou's education level because he struggled with an iron board. Is college going to teach him how to be a house spouse? You don't know the reasoning behind him wanting that. If Lou was a woman and wanted to be your brother's stay-at-home wife, would you have the same response? It seems that you look down on Lou and their relationship. And now I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys think of this situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, once again, guys, thank you for being here today. I hope you did enjoy today's stories. And if you did, you know what to do. Hit that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it all massively helps out our channel. It truly does, and I can't express that enough. And if you want to support the channel further, you absolutely can, but never any pressure to do so by clicking that join button down below for YouTube or clicking the link in the description for Patreon and joining up there. Thank you so much for your love, support, and time, and I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.